Welcome to Straight Fire Moms Podcast. I'm Melvina. And I'm Cheryl. And we are reaching out to single moms simply as a supportive means to your parenting process. So we are back. Uh, we are graced with uh, these young ladies again. You know, we're going to uh, uh, talk to them again about some of the things that we hadn't talked about before. They Can you believe it? They have more. <laughs> <laughs> they have more. It's wonderful. So we're getting our fill today. So we're, uh, we appreciate all you ladies for coming back here with us again and, uh, you know, taking your time out to help us to help the community, you know, and that's wonderful. So Taisha, I'm going to turn it over to you again and let you go ahead. Okay. And I am so happy that I have Lanique and Erian here with me again today. Um, so we can, you know, cover some of the things that we didn't cover. And again, even so I we will not be covering everything because like literally there's like there's so much that we do but we would love again um coming to the centers you know and i also want to say and i tell families if there's something that we're not doing let us know you know because if it's within our power to do we will and a firm believer if one person asked 99 didn't so we want to be ready for those 100 in total right um so um, I know that we were talking about our early childhood service coordination. So I'm going to turn that over to Lanique again. So Lanique can tell us more about what our um, early childhood service coordinators do and, and what it takes to get into that program and some of the support that they offer. No, oh, thank you. Thank you. Hello, ladies again. So I just wanted to just, I didn't mention on our last time we spoke about our program criteria. So again, all our services are free of cost at uh, mostly everything that we do. If everything that we do correction at all of our centers again i want to remind that the service coordinators they are located at each of the seven centers um, i supervise each and every one of them i serve as a backup to provide support to the families and the criteria that we basically want families to know who we will work is families who have children with five uh, kids children excuse me children five years and younger so again families with children at least one child who is five years or younger um, they have to be a hillsborough county resident and they cannot be enrolled in another case management program because we don't we don't want to have duplication of services. However, I would do I would add to that to say if they are working with another program, say for instance, and they're receiving parenting, but they may need help with something else, I will enroll them. So that's a little addition to that. So I'm gonna say no, but not no okay. at the same time right. because yeah. it could be the agency. It might be a housing program, and we don't. They don't provide not, something, you know, yeah. so we can, mm -hmm. you know, help. So we, we will, mm -hmm. you know, work with the family as well. Um, I understand you had some questions for me about our program. So, um, so the developmental program, I, I heard you guys explain something to me before a little bit about uh, zero to five for uh, developmental. So this is like assessing, assessment type thing, right? Yes. Yeah, so I think that we're speaking. Um, so when Anique is talking zero to five, she's talking in reference to the requirements to be in the early childhood service coordination to program. receive those yeah. services. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the main partnerships that we utilize in that is BayCare and their developmental screening. Okay. So, um, and through that developmental screening, um, we're able to get those children the early intervention if it's needed, you know, and put the, put the parents and, and even if it's needed, still put the parents' mind at ease that there are services and support that are available, whether or not it's needed, right? But if there is, if there is, if the child does go through that screening, there is seeing, you know, this child needs further evaluation or further support, it's available in the community, whether or not it's through daycare, um, you know, um, 
Healthy Start or, or yes, wh- whoever, yeah. you know, yes. there's so many providers yes. out there. Early steps, the early steps exactly. So, um, but step one is they come in, um, and if the early if the early childhood service coordinator is not available, they're still going to get that membership. They're still going to get um, their immediate needs met. I like to tell people um, sometimes I view us as like the emergency room, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like our service coordinators. They they're there to staunch the bleeding, right? And then they get you over to your primary care provider that's going to provide that long-term support. Mm-hmm. But we're there to get you that ini- uh, that initial and get you on the path to right to safety and support and all of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So that's our that's our first thing. That's what we do. We're not the long-term case management. We're there to get you started on the early right path for your prevention. family. Yeah, we find that early intervention for pre- yeah prevention that early help. And also I want to mention too, the intake and referral specialist, because although the service coordinators are focused on children five years and younger, the center will assist families with children at a higher age, but also the service coordinators, it has to have one child. They own the family has to have one child in the family, but we do work with the family as a whole. Right. So, but if uh, individuals coming in and, or they are family with children that their children are older than the five years, there are other staff at the children's board, um, family resource centers that will assist them as well right. to provide the referrals, yeah, to provide the linkage mm-hmm. to other resources that mm-hmm. are available for them. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. And so to Lanique's point, so when you have a, a family that comes in, it has a child zero to five, but there's a 12 year old that needs tutoring. We're able to assess the, assist yes. that family because mm-hmm. we can't just focus on, oh, well, I'm sorry. You know, you, you should have got here sooner. You know, that's that's not what we do. We are assessing and assisting that family because we want to make sure that that family is living in a safe environment. Yes. And we're not, we don't want parents to have to pick, like, do I get this child tutoring or do I feed my baby? Yes. Right? Do I get the diapers? You know, so we're assisting the family. Do Or do I buy my steel toe boots that I need to go to work? So those we address the entire needs of that family and who's in that household, you know, because they have that child zero to five. Now, if they don't have a child zero to five, the really only difference is we don't have access to the ASO funding, but we still have the same resources. Right. So we're still able to make those warm handoffs and and connect with, you know, the different providers in the community. So even if we're not able to do it ourselves, because a lot of times we are not we still know who can assist, you know. With that that instance, so you said zero to five to be eligible perhaps for the ASO funds for as a last resort. Mm -hmm. So, but but to be a member, you have to have someone, what, 12 and under in your family to be a member of of the children's what you guys do or no, no i think that right. was yeah. maybe just an example in terms of okay if you're not zero to five we might not be able to enroll you in service coordination, coordination but you will still get those referrals and those connections to services around the community regardless of the age of of your children, children. or even yeah. if you don't yeah. have children you and, don't right. say. and you yes. want to come in yes. Uh, I did. I did want to clarify. You did ask something about uh, developmental screenings. It's really important for the people who are hearing us to know that you do not need to be enrolled in service coordination to get the developmental Mental screenings mm-hmm. uh, services that are done through Saint Joseph Baker. Okay, uh, you just call. It's really important. Call. Um, and we're going to let you know when they are available in our centers and they can just do developmental screenings if that's the only thing that they need, but yes. we do all yes. this. The service, service coordination, coordination is extra support for yes. families in need. So we would just focus on families that have the children five years and younger. Oh, and gosh. there is no 
there's no age, income, or any. The only requirement for our membership at our family resource centers is they reside in Hillsborough County. County. That's wow. it. Okay. That's it. And and knowing that families look different. So a yeah. family might be a single mom. It might be a single dad. It might be a, it might be a single individual with no mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, because think about when we think talk about CPR and things like that. Yeah. So literally it's anybody. So families look different and we're here for all of them. So when you refer um, people to uh, these other agencies mm-hmm. to help them after the developmental screenings are done. Does that person need to have insurance? Are they going to have to pay for the support that they get? Uh, for instance, speech, mm-hmm. speech therapy. A child is, you know, um, assessed and it, you know, they have to have speech therapy. So now, does that family pay for that, or what? What goes? So it depends on. I would say more than likely we can find someone where they can access the service for free, free or low cost because a lot of the programs that we're working with, a lot of the partner agencies, they have the ability to provide the service, whether they're on site at any of our resource centers or in their clinic. So it depends. Um, and also we will work in that situation, you're saying speech, also with the schools. So schools have you know speech um, therapists, speech speech pathologists mm-hmm. <laughs> on site so just you know that will take a coordinate that's where the service coordinators or the whole staff will come in we're going to mm-hmm. coordinate care for them so mm-hmm. if they cannot afford it we're going to look for the low cost or no cost for them yeah. first and foremost yeah yeah for um, us it's, it's generally it's it would be no cost that's exactly you know, that's that's exactly. always the thing zero, so, five, I mean, so well, for as far three, as here four, five, but you mean yeah. if you refer out so we're going to look yeah. for that for the families too so we're yeah. going to make sure so we're not trying to create more barriers for the family we're here right. to address the barriers right. so we're right. going to work on that to make sure that we're going to find where they can go to afford so right. and, and if they and don't even, have insurance yeah. we're going to find them if they're eligible for mm-hmm. the insurance so we're going to address their barriers to reach that yeah. so you know yeah. and, and a lot of times there are like there are no cost options available mm-hmm. in the community yes. and a lot of people just aren't aware and just aren't aware of them. That's so true. and yeah. the developmental specialist that's doing the developmental screening will also assist you with that if and yes. you ask mm-hmm. them they will yes. also assist you to find those resources in the community yeah right and and like hillsborough county public schools offers a wealth of yes. services you know and that people qualify for yes. again just being a resident of Hillsborough County, mm-hmm. you know, because you asked earlier about counseling. Mm-hmm. And so um, a fellow fun- funded program, Success for Kids and Families, they have a program in conjunction, it's not funded through the Children's Board in conjunction through Hillsborough County Schools, schools. where so they're able to, to provide counseling. Right into schools. You know, so I mean, so there's literally, uh, there's a wealth of uh, resources that are available and that's why we're here. You know, to and that's why we work hard to, to find those resources yeah, as well. Yeah. Too, I mean, at each center, you know, like I, it's, it, it, I mean, obviously, with me being a millennial, you know, I see this big, thick binder come out, and you know, somebody <laughs> flipping through the binder. I'm like, what's that? You know, <laughs> but it's we on have the internet. internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I love the um, idea that barriers, you know, there's no such thing as a barrier here, no. and that's the beauty of it because. I mean, I I experienced barriers raising my children as a single mom and, you know, as well tried to maybe myself after my kids were grown, tried to help others in situations. But I mean, there's just no barriers here. Well, I mean, and I don't want to, I don't want to downplay the, yeah, no, no, I agree with you, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to down, I don't want to overlook the, the hard times that, Mm -hmm. you know, parents face, you know, but we, and, and when we come to those barriers, 
we try to we walk alongside them to exactly. get over it. Exactly. Right? Because we know that, you know, that there are barriers that exist, whether it be socioeconomic be or whichever, mm-hmm. you know, but we're there with you. Yeah. And so, um, like I told people, like somebody asked a question, I said, well, we're going to find out together, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, like we're going to find out together. Exactly. We're going to get through this and we're going to write it down. So the next time somebody comes in, we already got that answer, yes. right? right? Mm-hmm. So we have that answer available. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's like, that's our goal is to, to be the wealth of knowledge yes. of the resources available in each one of these communities and those that don't exist yet, mm-hmm. you know, so we can have that information there. So the next time we come across that very it's just a little you know we just kick it out the way and just keep on moving right, <laughs> right. so it's not yes. it does it's not the mountain that it was exactly. before right. the yeah. staff talk about that all yeah. the time you know yeah. when someone comes in they're already they may have been shot down several times before they even came to our door so we don't want you know we're hoping that we're the last stop and we're the stop that can help you right with what yeah. you're finally looking for yeah yeah because when people leave um a place where they were asking for help, you just don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. next. Exactly. And um, it could be that you read about it in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it was your exactly. Yeah. And I'm at, the, your I'm at the mindset if you're here and, you know, especially if, you know, you're really seeking out the help, I want to try to be your last stop because, like you said, I don't know what's going to happen after you end that door, you know, after you leave outside. Right. Well, and, yeah. And one of the first things that I do um, is I thank them for coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Because we know that that takes courage. Yes. Right? It takes courage um, for somebody to, and to be willing to say, you know what, I need help. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, thank you. Yeah. And thank you for allowing us to be a part of, you know, your first step in this yeah. process of creating a better home mm-hmm. for you and your children. Um, especially, you know, sometimes for our black and brown communities, because yes. like there is that stigma, mm-hmm. you know, attached. Like, you know, am I going to lose my kids because I asked for help? Yeah. You know, is somebody going to be knocking on my door? You know, like there's so many different negative stigmas that come attached to um, asking for help when um if you don't know how to what do we teach our kids like we don't want our kids sitting in class not saying i don't get it right exactly. Exactly. yeah you know? the same with with yeah. um, uh, immigrants family right. when they come in they are afraid to ask for help for x y and c but we're able like taisha say made those barriers a lot easier than uh what they look like Right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. One thing we did not mention is that we do offer um, diapers to the community. We do have diapers available where families can come in and get diapers every couple of weeks um, as needed. Um, as available. As available. As I was going to say as needed two, two and weeks. available. Every, every two weeks. Every yeah. two weeks. And, and yeah. you know, available, available yeah. you know, at each of the centers. And I say that to say when the families come in and they're coming to ask for diapers, you know, they're meeting with the service coordinator as well to see if there's any other needs. Because mm-hmm. there may be a parent that a friend may have told a friend who had told a friend, you can go yeah. get free diapers here, you need it. And they yeah. go. And if they get to talk with service coordinator, we can find out what else they need. And that's a partnership that we didn't mention before, uh, Junior Street, right? Yeah, yes. Junior League. And that's with Junior yeah. League. Yeah, Junior yes. League, they provide us um, our diaper bank our diaper and then bank. also our books. Our books. Our books, because right, education is so important. And we know that a lot of times that's the, um, that becomes the vehicle right mm-hmm. to change mm-hmm. so um and so reading um it's through yeah like reading is fundamental <laughs> right um, yeah reading is fundamental so and the thing that i love about our little libraries is that they have bilingual books yes you know so the the parents are able to be involved exactly. there they're reading with their children mm-hmm. and then they're also again learning the language so they can better advocate for their children um and i know i keep coming back to language but my thought is um, I've been in situations where I've seen kids having to 
um, like go to doctor's appointments with their, I'm not taking my 10 year old mm-hmm. to my annual, right? Oh. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. That's not, in the, it's, yeah, that's not, that's, yeah. you know, but for translation, you know, yeah. for a couple of reasons. One, <clears throat> she's out of school, right? And she should be in school, right? Um, but then two, that's my best. Right. Right. right, you know, right. you know, right. that's my business. That's right. not her business. So, right. um, and you know what, kids worried about you and anything else. Exactly. So we want to get children back to childhood because yes. we know those parents they came here, you know, to give their children a better life, mm-hmm. right? And so we want to give that child their childhood yeah. and give that parent back their dignity and respect and allow them to be the parent mm-hmm. and the advocate for their children that we know that they want to be. Yeah. So that's why you hear us talking about language. And that's why it's important to me and I know to our staff because um, like, we want to be the best that we can be so we can then enable the families. And a lot of our programming, we didn't even touch on like math mania, mm-hmm. citing sight words and mm-hmm. our center driven programming mm-hmm. that we do. Um, but in those programming, it's not just about, we're not a daycare center, I want to be clear. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, we love kids, but don't drop them off here. Okay. You have to be around. Yeah. You got to stay. But you, you know. can tell right. families where they can get the service. Right. That's we can tell you. Daycare. Yeah, yeah. We can tell you, you know, so like, come, you know, come here and we will talk with you and give you the tools that you need to replicate what we're doing in the center too. Because if we're, if we're having this program one time a week, right? Is that enough to really make a change? And sometimes it is, I'll be honest. Yes. Right? It is. It is. But um, what's more important is us sharing our skills and our knowledge and abilities so the parents can then replicate that at home. You know, and then the kids come back in and they're so happy to tell you about what they learned or, um, you know, and so we like our science corner and some of the things that we're doing, like the kids are so happy to come in and share, you know, with you what they shared with other people. Mm-hmm. And then, or they bring somebody, um, Billy was here and then Billy came back and told so-and-so and so-and-so. And, and, so and, so. and then, yeah. you know, that our classes yeah. are full. So, yeah. yeah so so yeah. I had a question um, about one more of the programs I think we have, and that was like helping new moms become experienced moms. So tell us a little, a little bit about that. So I think um, that is through our BayCare. So that's a program that we have through BayCare and literally that is available upon request, Mm -hmm. right? So, and that's the lovely thing that we literally just, because we've actually already talked about um, the developmental screening and Mm -hmm. the CPR for your moms to your your straight fire program, (laughs) right? So we've already had that conversation. So literally a lot of these programs and things that BayCare offers, whether it be Jermaine the Germ um, germ or, you know, I can eat a rainbow. Which are safety classes. Yeah, which are getting our safety classes. Those are available upon request. So when we have, you know, a group of moms that say, hey, this is something that we need, they're able to bring those in and to this, yeah, to the center. So that's a part of that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and so Straight Fire Fire Moms is a podcast we do, Mm -hmm. but uh, I do have a ministry called, Yeah, it's called Cushion Inc. Cushion, and that's yes. a single mother support. Yes. So, yeah, that's what we're talking yes. about. Yes, cushioning. Yes. Yeah. So awesome. So now, in wrapping all of this up, mm-hmm. it's been a joy. It's been just wonderful uh, information. Uh, I feel more equipped, and I feel encouraged because this is what this is what even the cushion thing is about: supporting single mothers mm-hmm. and the resources and things. And 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 you really want you want those that those that don't seem to care. You want to give them reason to have hope and change that. But right. then the ones that 
want the help and just need the guidance, just need some, some like to knock down some of those barriers and yeah. get on the right track and the right path. Mm-hmm. This is what this is all mm-hmm. about. And I love this. You know, like you said, it's not just for single moms, but of course our interest, our main interest was the mm-hmm. single mothers, mm-hmm. right? Um, because that's where our passion is. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, I just appreciate you ladies so much. We do for coming and sharing all this information with us and letting us know that you're there for us and you know and not just there for us there with open welcoming arms and making you feel good about you helping us right yeah. and that's what service is about yeah so i love it so sure do you have any questions or anything you'd like to say to the ladies i mean um i'm just really um so glad that this service is available and i see that you know maybe six months maybe certain holidays might be busier for you guys so mm-hmm. maybe we want to have them back maybe around thanksgiving just before christmas because i don't know if you get busy during certain holidays because families are going through struggles mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so we may want to do something closer to the holidays so- to highlight it so that families will know hey I may need to go to the Children's Board Resource mm-hmm. Center. Sounds mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And and with that being said, I, I love that ideal, but especially like there may be something that you guys have uh been, you know, came up with that you think that will really be beneficial mm-hmm. or you know that would be that this that the public needs to know about, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh this come up, you know, yeah. that you guys mm-hmm. are doing now that's differently or something that you yeah. found out that works better or whatever. So we appreciate it. We're all opening ear, ears and welcoming uh to your ideals and what you have to offer to to, to the public, especially our single moms. So with that we're so much better. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for so having us. All right. So we, uh, we appreciate our listening audience for uh, tuning in. Hopefully you've gotten into all of these segments because it's, it's a world of information is so good. Um, but we appreciate you as well for taking the time to listen to us. And if you have any questions or any concerns, please feel free to email us at straightfiremoms.com. So there's a message. And uh, we just uh, hope that you'll uh, reach out to us and uh, for any other question, maybe uh, something outside of what we spoke about today. So we do thank you for listening. And until next Tuesday, this is Straight Fire Moms, where we learn and we grow.